This is the IC Pixels podcast with David and Anthony Cavins. We're going to talk about design in everyday situations. podcast this is david and this is anthony and we're back again we're a little late this week because it's springtime yeah life happens but we're back (laughs) i think that was our excuse for last time but kind of well i was also yesterday since we didn't record yesterday i got distracted I, i watched the uh new season of sherlock it's pretty good oh I'm late on. I'm so behind on. How many seasons is it now? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's no. three or four. I think. Oh. Okay. But the, no. like, so the last season I watched, I watched it actually kind of recently, but it was like one or two episodes that were lame, and then this season there was one episode I thought was kind of corny, but it wasn't bad. I just uh, mm. which season are you on? You must be on an earlier season than me, but um. I just feel bad for of Sherlock. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't because I haven't watched it so long. I feel like I watch one or two seasons. But just like bad stuff keeps happening to Doctor Watson. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, it's not oh, cool. Okay. I think the last one I watched was something with him getting kidnapped or something like that. And uh, I don't remember. It was, it's been so long. Yeah, it's hard out here for Doctor Watson. But um. Yeah, so I was watching that, and um, it's been warm outside, so I'm, I just spend more time outside when it's nice out. Because, like, the mosquitoes aren't out here yet. Well, they're kind of out, but they're not out that much, so it's just been keeping me busy. Uh, it's a great time to be outside. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're starting to come out, but it's it's actually been not very hot this week down here. It's been raining a lot recently, but today was really nice. Last couple of days have been pretty nice when it wasn't raining. So, I mean, I'll I'll take it cloudy and not hot in any second. It's, yeah, it gets brutal down here when the when the heat does come. So, all right. No. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, Anthony, for the weather report. Um, and uh, back to you. <laughs> oh, so I was talking about stuff I watched. I actually, I know a while a while back we recommended people check out Abstract. I actually started watching it again because I stopped at maybe episode three. So I saw the episode with the guy who does designs for Dodge, which I thought was really good. And I saw the episode with the, yeah, that the episode good. right after that with the graphic design lady who does typography and stuff. Yeah, that one was good too. <laughs> so that I really liked good. those. It was interesting and it was uh it was better than the lady who did stage design. Hers was kinda whack. Um It was I mean, it was cool what she was doing, but I don't know. It wasn't I I don't know. I don't feel like I watched that when they got a lot out of it, I guess. Maybe I mean that's not her fault or I don't know. I just maybe it's just I couldn't relate. (laughs) I didn't have the Well the to be fair, the last one is about like an interior designer or something like that. And I just I don't know. (laughs) I was just like Like somebody that works for uh, one of those uh, shows on Discover uh, Home and Garden T V or something. It works for uh, home goods. (laughs) <laughs> it's like the lady from Fixer Upper. Home Goods founder. No, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I watched a little bit. Maybe one day when I'm bored, I'll actually watch it. It's just she wasn't very mm-hmm. interesting. Like, just her. 
wasn't very interesting. Yeah, I saw that. You need to watch the photography one. That one's really good, oh, okay. too. I like the one... I also saw the one with the guy who... He's an a, a architect in, in oh, the Netherlands you know? or somewhere. He built that... Uh, he built like a um, a power plant with a ski slope on top. I thought that was, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, yeah. His stuff was pretty cool, yeah. Which, I mean, which is proof that, I don't know, it's just a person that is, that you're connecting with on some levels because, you well, know. Well, you got to do interesting stuff. Like, you could be the most funny, interesting person. I'd probably watch it, but if you, the stuff you're doing isn't interesting, that, that matters too. So it's a combination of the yeah. two. I mean, but you could be boring person and then, so I'm not as interested in your stuff. Yeah, you're right. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out, definitely check out Abstract. It's a good series. Um, hopefully you'll see something you're interested in and it definitely inspired me to like do better work and more work yeah. and that type of stuff I've also been watching this show called Helix that's on Netflix it's pretty good so what else am I watching uh, I watched The Get Down I think we talked about that already I saw that they canceled I felt like the story was kind of over I didn't know what else they were going to do after yeah it feels like they got their groove late and yeah. also their budget was out of hand so I mean like yeah, I, I don't know I don't, yeah I mean but yeah I agree I don't know where they would have gone from there it was just like well okay. I mean <laughs> it's like one of those things where it could have continued but I'm, and I might have watched it but it might have been like the jump the shark period because like it probably could have gone for a couple more seasons but I don't know what else they would have done because it's like educating people on how hip hop started is very interesting and that, that was somewhat interesting you know and then the love story and all that other stuff but then as you continue mm-hmm. on, I already know what's going to happen. Like, he's going to blow up. She's going to go her own way. They're going to regret the decisions they made. You know, his friends are going to get killed or die or go to jail. Or, you know, it's the typical, like, I know what's going to happen. So, or I feel like I know what's going to happen. So, I, I don't I don't think I need to see the rest of it. So, what's today's topic? Well, I want to talk about a couple different things. Um... So one thing, it had, it's, it's old news now, but I thought it was interesting to discuss was what happened with the company Shea Moisture. So I don't, I just use like grease and stuff in my hair and beard butter stuff in my beard, but I don't really use hair products like that. But my wife does. So well. And she uses stuff from a company <laughs> called Shea Moisture. And apparently like they've, uh, they've, you know, made products for people with, uh, natural hair black, black people. people um for for several years now and i guess established a good following but anyway they came up with a new commercial i guess some some new products they were trying to market or trying to market to a different audience and basically they had all white people and maybe one like barely black person in there and i guess people were offended by that is that what happened? that was my understanding i i did you see, no, it? I didn't see it well i guess they, they pulled, pulled it down but well, apparently they, there was black people in there, but it was like one specific hair type they didn't have in yeah. there. It was like some kind of like, it wasn't even like a commercial. It was some kind of thing they posted on Facebook or something like that. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if it was worth all the drama that some people brought to it like talking about boycotting and stuff like that I don't feel like it was worth all that especially they've been holding you down for that long and you know make one little I don't know because people support mad companies that have done more disrespectful stuff and they just don't care um, but I, I don't know I don't know I, don't, I didn't 
I mean, and I, I watched an interview with the CEO, and he was talking about the whole situation and just everything or whatever. But uh, when they explained it, I was like, well. Yeah. Because I never actually saw the commercial. I was like, I mean. I didn't see it either, but, like, I saw the CEO's explanation, and I felt like it was kind of weak. He's like, uh, we didn't see it, and we didn't. Like, he kind of did the we didn't know type of thing, or at least what I saw. And it was like, all right, that that doesn't make sense. If you're in charge, you should know. You shouldn't be like, oh, it didn't show us. I mean, I think in today's environment, it should have. I mean, that's not something that you would. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. Like, it's like one of those things where, like, like that Pepsi commercial or whatever. It's like, how did it go that far? And nobody was like, hey. Yeah, somebody should have um, said something. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you know, you're in charge. Like, so bringing it back to, like, a design perspective, if you, if you have a company or whatever, and something is going out that's representing your brand, I feel like you should be paying attention to everything as much as possible. Obviously, you know, the bigger company may be more difficult, but pay attention to whatever's going out representing your brand with your name on it because people are going to, like, they take everything as a representation of you and, like, your beliefs and all that type of stuff. Like, what happened with, like, uh, I think it was, like, New Balance or something that they didn't, I don't think they directly endorsed Trump, but they they said something about Trump in in that whole situation and a lot of people were like upset about that oh yeah i mean and then the under armor ceo and so yeah it's always like you know it it means something when when you're you lead a thing that that trickles down to other people's view of your company or your country when you're the person that the head of it yeah isn't doing what they should be yeah um, it makes everybody else bad. So, how do you um, think they could have... Like, so, I don't know the motivation behind it. My first thought was, like, it seemed like they were basically trying to, you know, exp- broaden their audience and reach out to to the lighter-skinned brethren yeah. and sisterin and other type hair types, which is fine. Yeah. But how do you think they could have done it better? Well... From from my understanding of what was said in the commercial was something about like it was kind of talking about different hair struggles that people mm-hmm. had, which you know when you put hair, struggle and hair and then you're you're talking about women and you're talking about black women and stuff like that you're already going into a it's rough you know, territory anyway. Just, just, yeah, just tiptoe. You know, don't even yeah. Um, I mean, just because, you know, people have different, you know, like the struggles that, you know, black people and black women, especially, I guess you could say with hair, it's something that other people don't think about a lot of times. So when it's when you say to people, oh, this is my hair struggle and it's like, oh, I can't find, I don't know, a good hair tie or something, you know, something stupid. <laughs> I don't know. That's not an example, but something minor like that other people look at it a completely different thing like oh well i couldn't get a job because you know it's you know it's a bigger struggle so it's like you know just the whole wording of that to start with is kind of like you you sure you want to call it a hair struggle and then try to come put everybody yeah. in it without you know because you have to be aware that these other things are going on i mean i understand how it can be frustrating especially nowadays where it seems like a lot of people are more sensitive about a lot of things but you can't please everybody, but at the same time, there's some there obvious are, things you shouldn't do. Like call it a struggle. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I was gonna say it's not a minefield because you see these things. It's not a minefield. It's obvious obstacles, and you just know to walk around them. Just you know, don't touch on that if you don't really want to go all yeah, the way just there. Think, what would Black Twitter say? 
<laughs> like if I do this, exactly. what is what I mean, is and that's the why reaction going to be on Black Twitter? Well, so that's what I was going to say is like, if you know who your core audience has been and it has been for for a while, like who you you came up with, then you gotta mm-hmm. you want to try and keep them around without you don't want to alienate them while reaching out to a new group. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no Black Twitter and you know dreadlock twitter or whatever you want to call it shea butter twitter shea butter have twitter. like they've groomed you and they got you to where you are so you don't want to alienate them so and when i was talking to my wife about it because she wrote some a blog post about it and had a lot of opinions on it i was talking to her about it and i was saying probably the best way they could have done it would be to just make another brand or make a new product line that's completely separate from whatever they have now and don't try and blend the two because blending the two it sounds bad to say it because you know we should all kind of get along can't we all get along it's all here type yeah matter. but you got to kind of separate it because <laughs> your core audience might not feel comfortable with you straying away I mean, just like you know if uh i, I don't want to bring everything back to rap but like you know you're a rapper and then you start doing an album with no rap on it you start singing then people oh you sold out you ain't real you ain't from these streets why are you over here singing like a little punk you wasn't with me yeah i mean so you go that route and then you're gonna alienate some people so i don't know i don't i I don't know so you should have i'm not an expert so you should have something that's separate but (laughs) this all sounds very bad that's the i mean that's the problem with it it's like I don't know. I mean, because like the CEO or whatever, he was talking about why they need to. They're trying to reach out to more people. I get it entirely because they want more the, money. The, the reason why is, well, yeah, you want more money, and these other co- bigger companies they're realizing that you know how much power you know black people will have on Twitter, especially black women when they are against something, how much you know, or they want something, how much money that means yeah. and everything. So they. They're like, oh, okay, well, well, let's start making something for black women, and they can just make it real quick, and they can put Shea Moisture out of business, mm-hmm. like real quick. Um, so I mean that, so I understand why they're trying to reach out, but it's like you're going to lose those people in the name of reaching out to these other people. But they, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, all they had to do, I think, in that commercial was just include somebody, you know, just make if you're talking about, you know, hair struggles, make sure you include everybody. Yeah, yeah. you know. If you want to, at least, you know, something from all the, you know, I didn't see the commercial, honestly. I'm sure they yanked it down immediately, and I don't feel like Googling trying to find it. So, But, you know, you just got to be aware of who you're reaching out with. I mean, I don't think it's a thing where you need to, um, it's not really, I mean, I guess, I mean, it still plays with branding, whatever, but I'm just thinking about, like, if you're writing a book or, you know, you're watching a TV show or something like that, and it looks like they checked all the boxes. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, right, here's the black character, a, and here's the uh, woman character. Asian. Here's a, yeah, here's the disabled character, here's the gay character, and here's a trans character, and, you know, they're all friends. It's just, you know, it's, they are, they just all happen to be yeah. hanging out there, you know. <laughs> it's like unrealistically it, I don't, I don't diverse. Like thing, yeah, exactly. You know, where it's like one of each. It's like, that's not. I mean, not that that couldn't happen, but it doesn't happen like that. But the majority of the time, because people meet each other for different reasons and they get along for different reasons. So, I mean, it's unrealistic. So, I mean, I understand wanting to reach out and represent everybody, but I think you have to do it in a way that feels organic and makes 
you know, sense for the story. That I don't know. That can't be the. You still have to have a good story, yeah. you know. And I mean, that's even with your brand. I mean, you are trying to tell a story with your brand about your company and everything. So you need to do it in a way that makes sense. Don't just jump out the window and try to like that Pepsi commercial. You just suddenly jump out the window and try to reach out to like protesters. And it's like, uh, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, uh, that's another one yeah. that didn't make that sense. That doesn't work. But I mean, I think overall, the biggest thing is like you can't just completely drop your core audience or completely ignore your your the people who got you where you are. But you can slowly, yeah, yeah, I, yeah you can you evolve. Can evolve and I think with they tried to step away from the core audience too quickly. Because I've done, I've done like mm-hmm. designs where someone was trying to reach a different group than they normally reach, and I always recommend like, okay, your core group is hypothetically, we could say either black people, white people, whatever, whatever core group, and so it's a situation where you can rebrand drastically, like in our branding a rebranding episode we talked about like hyundai they made their new brand called genesis and they're gradually separating the two mm-hmm. where hyundai and genesis are more separate and like originally it was just called the car was called genesis but now genesis is the brand i guess um and mm-hmm. i'm sure the same thing happened like with nissan and infinity and toyota and lexus that's like thing. the like yeah. lexus and toyota, so yeah you got to do the same thing but you can't it can't just be super abrupt and you hope to get the same you got to gradually say introduce some new products and say hey these are more for like the straighter haired people <laughs> and then gradually move that way without forgetting about your other people yeah um I mean, I don't even know that that's exactly what they were saying I don't think it was a different product they were just trying to say like it everybody these needs people this too. product which well i've yeah. seen people do that before I mean, but it, it's i don't know because i've seen like commercials where it's like some product that's targeted at one specific audience and then they do the typical commercial and then at the end there's somebody like and it works for me too or like we use it on the dog too and it seems corny <laughs> but works great yeah but you don't want to do that like <laughs> that would that would have come off stupid but yeah that's that's probably what they should have done i mean so, i don't know but we've we've seen it happen. I mean, in something like that, you just I think you just I think you focus on your more original on audience the... and you throw in a little bit for the new audience. Well, well, well. If you want to like pull in other people, I think you focus on other things that could pull in people. Like I don't know, call it organic. That'll pull in white people. Yeah, available at um, your local Whole Foods. Yeah, put it in Whole Foods. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, make it available at yoga studio. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Give it away with uh, frappuccinos. I don't know, um, but you know there are things that you could do. I mean, or you could. I mean, but seriously, you could talk about like the you know what it's for, like why it's beneficial for your skin and things like that. You could talk about that, and that may bring other people in because they you know they're like, oh okay, yeah, I could use yeah. that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, my fiance made like some whipped shea butter and coconut oil thing for her mom, and she's not black, so. <laughs> Other people can use it, so I mean, it's just I don't I don't know I mean, I mean that's I don't know I don't know what their labels look like honestly. I had uh, my um, wife has some in the shower, I, but I'll say this, um, and then we could stop talking about this because we kept talking. They have in black circles, people on the labels, but uh, they don't have black people on the labels. It's just it does look. I wouldn't say it looks ethnic, but. Like, I think so. There's a way you can advertise a product without focusing on who's going to use it. 
And I think that's where you, what you that's where you yeah. have to go because some products they advertise like you're selling a lifestyle. Um, like you see, like an uh, the first one I thought it was like a Mercedes advertisement. They're selling a lifestyle, so you're gonna see the white guy in the car. He looks like he's rich and powerful and somehow and he's driving a car. They're selling the lifestyle and they're selling that character along with it because they know that that person or a person fitting that description or people aspiring to be that person are gonna be impressed by that and want that. On the other hand, you can see other advertisements where they're just selling the product. They're not selling the lifestyle. They're saying this product will do these things and it's good for this or that or whatever. But they're not selling so much the lifestyle around it. So you won't see, you know, random white people flipping their hair or black people, you know, with mad lotion on with curly hair or whatever, like, you know, playing in the the water or, you know, whatever. You won't see people. I don't know. I couldn't think of any good examples, but you won't see people. enacting the lifestyle that they hope that this product will give them you know what i'm saying so if you do that then you can advertise it without really showing many people you might have to show somebody's hands or something like that but you can advertise it without showing many people but that's more complicated to do and you really got to think about your messaging um whereas it's easy to just show you know mad women like with their hair looking all nice and like yeah we use this and this is how it got like that Yeah, I mean, and it's, I mean, there, yeah, I don't know. There, there's so much, in, there's so much to that that can that you have. Yeah, to I think someone I think, should have thought thought more about it. Um, but yeah, because I mean, there, there, I mean, there are things where people, companies have tried to do the right thing, and then somebody, you know, will interpret it in a different way that may not be accurate and it's like no this is the way and then you've just lost your whole messaging because you're sitting there trying to explain yourself and you know you mm-hmm. may have not done anything wrong but they just serve somebody grabs a hold of it somebody feels a type of way about some little thing and then they make it a whole like massive you know big deal um so I mean I don't know I mean but you know that's that's the way think life is you get you know you put yourself out there and sometimes yeah it doesn't go anywhere so. so best of luck to those moisture shea moisture people I still have well there's still some of it in my shower and next time I wash my hair I'm probably gonna use it and yeah personally I use essential joy naturals um, they only have <laughs> black people in there. <laughs> All right, so someone, uh, a couple other things I, I thought of that we wanted to talk about this week. Uh, a friend of mine was designing a business card this week. He's not a graphic designer, uh, but he was asking me for mm. some advice on that. Cause he, so he found a template on the internet and was you know just putting it together using a template, like a Photoshop template he found somewhere. And he was asking me for some advice. So... Um, I thought I'd share same some of the same things I shared with him with the general audience, just in case they care. So um, don't use a template. No, I think so. I think finding a template on the internet is okay. Not all the templates will look good. So, all right. So let's talk about that. Let's go there. Templates. I think templates are fine, but you really need to make sure you find a template that kind of matches with the the your logo if you already have a logo then you need to find something that's going to go well with your logo and the style that your company has been using thus far and matches with the style and the image you want to present for your company as a whole um Mm. 
So like uh, in the like when I was out with my friend, I designed the logo for that company, but and the business card templates he was using didn't necessarily match up because they looked real techy. Like they had a lot of sharp angles and stuff, and they looked like it was trying to be futuristic and techy, which is fine. But it, the company is not a tech company; they're not doing nothing futuristic, and so it wasn't a blatant clash. It didn't look bad, considering that you know, like he didn't have to pay me to do it. But you got to keep that in mind. Like you're not going to, you don't want to have a a high tech looking card if your business is like a daycare or something like that. So that's the main thing. Um, And then the other thing. It wouldn't work for Shea Moisture. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Um, The other thing I pointed out to him was like, you want to make sure the colors match up. So when you download a template, like the colors in the template may not you know, it might look cool to you, but you need to make sure the colors match with your branding and the theme of your branding that you've used all along so that you can develop some consistency. So like, like if you, if I hand you one of my business cards, it's going to have the same blue that's on our logo, on our Twitter, on our Instagram, on our website, everywhere. So it's kind of like, Oh, I recognize this blue. I know like a kind of brand identity kind of thing, just like, you know, Facebook has that blue that they use on everything. Twitter has a blue they use on stuff. Mm-hmm. Instagram has that gradient <laughs> thing that they use. So and PayPal has the blue. That yeah, everyone has their own like kind of blue. Jacked. <laughs> Did you hear about that? About what? PayPal is suing Pandora because they use the same blue. Well, their logo looks like theirs. The P. Oh, uh, not really. Pandora's is has a is a serif. I admit when I'm going through my phone looking for the app for PayPal, mm-hmm. I sometimes see the hit the Pandora button by accident. PayPal is different though, because PayPal is like a it's I'm sure it's not Arial, but it reminds me of like an Arial bold it's italic. It's like two of the Pandora peas. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's easy to. I mean, it, it's happened to me. Hmm. I don't have Pandora on my phone, but um. Okay, well. Yeah, I could I could see the similarity, <laughs> but I mean it's it's they're not even competitive like they're not com- straight competition. But okay, uh, in terms of business card design, if someone was trying to design their own business cards, what would you recommend uh, besides hire a professional? <laughs> um, I mean, think about how much content you're going to put on there. Um. I mean, are you talking about just design-wise or, like, all around? All around. Um, I would say, you know, think about how much content you want on there. I mean, think about, you know, people's emails in your company. Do they have really long emails? Because that can cause a problem depending on the design of the card. Or if somebody has a really long name, you have somebody that likes to hyphenate, you know. Oh, um, yeah, that's a problem. Then... <laughs> That no, I, I had that problem, and it was like I, everybody else's card works except for yours. I need you to change your name, <laughs> or your email it's, is this just isn't too work. long. Yeah, your email is like way off the. You know, I gotta put in like it, it wraps to a second line. <laughs> Susan Alexander hyphen Mashibafeth, and I, I can't fit all that at you know at the long name of your company. company. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, those are things to consider. Like, um, either fire that person or shorten <laughs> your email, you know, or have them change your name. You know, you gotta pick. Well, one. that's why it's good to have um, a, a short uh, website URL as much as possible too. Exactly. And I've seen people. Yeah. I've seen some companies where 
their website has a long URL, you know, a longer URL that's kind of spelled out a little bit more, but for their corporate email, they have a shorter URL that they use. No, no I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That makes sense. And then you're not typing um, all day trying to type somebody's email address and it's, it's short and simple. Yeah. The other thing I was going to, I mean, I forgot to mention is like, uh, you want to, as much as possible, you want to keep things on your card that are going to be relevant at least for a while, unless you plan to print business cards frequently. Uh, so like, <laughs> you mean no uh, QR my, codes? <laughs> that's exactly where <laughs> I was going. So I designed some cards for my wife a while back. She has a blog and business stuff. And so at the time, like 2010, 2011, QR, QR codes was the jump off. So yeah, QR code on there and all kinds of other stuff. Um, but now not so much. So it's like now you have a card where the part of the space is just wasted. So I was like, you need to be giving everybody you can a business card so we can get rid of these and make you some new ones. Um, cause she has a lot of, she does a lot of social media stuff. So she's got like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Google plus, all like all card? that stuff on there. Let's just list it on the back. But that's, a, that's another thing. Like you were talking about the amount of content that's kind of overwhelming. on one side. Yeah. But design that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it makes like sense that, for, for certain once situations. Get, I feel like once you get past, you know, you get you got your Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. After that, like, dude, come on. Yeah, I need email, phone, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I will find it. you on Pinterest if I need to. Let me, yeah. let me, let me just, let me. You know, start off slow. You're you're doing too much on the first date. Um. <laughs> Well, that's that's something I've recommended to people, and I recommended to my wife too. Is like determine which what's the best way to contact you. Which ones do you check the most? You yeah. check your email frequently. You on Twitter all the time. You stay in somebody's DMs on Instagram. Okay, put those on your card, but don't put every single social media outlet that you have. Like follow me on High Five and on MySpace because <laughs> I believe you got profile. It's fine that you got profiles on LinkedIn and everywhere else, but it doesn't matter. If you're not checking them frequently, if you are, then I'm wondering what do you do? What what kind of business are you going to do? For me? Yeah, if you're so you checking 47 different profiles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you really, I mean, you should really should narrow down and focus on some. I mean, it's some easily post to others, but you know, get good at some before you start diversifying your social portfolio. Um, yeah, it's just too much to keep up with, yeah. honestly. The other thing, I'm active on mm-hmm. some and I'm not active on others. Other thing I would suggest is do not print your business cards out on regular paper and just cut them out and then hand out to, out to people because you've seen that yeah i've seen people use, so the first business cards i ever made for myself back in 2003 for the ladies i <laughs> i handed them out to the ladies like yeah girl i'm that's I'm another note don't just put your business. name on a card with your number and think you're doing it that's and not, some fake job title yeah that's not tell you <laughs> like culture forwarder or something. With all your socials but, on the back. <laughs> and a hashtag. <laughs> but um yeah, I was gonna say uh I I, I got the uh paper, the perforated paper. Yeah, perforated business card paper at like Walmart and stuff, and I bought that and I printed them out mm-hmm. and they didn't look professional. No, it doesn't. I mean, even the ones that are clean break or whatever, you can you can still kinda tell. Some of those you may be able to get away with, but like it is not that expensive to just order some. Like just just order some. Like you can get them done 
pretty good at like Staples mm-hmm. or somewhere like that, and they'll they'll do. Well, it for yeah, because they'll cut them or whatever. Them. I mean, but just go to overnight yeah. prints or something like that. It's like mad cheap to get like a bunch of them. I mean, and I mean, yeah, I mean, like I was saying, like you know, don't don't just print them out on paper and cut it out and call that a business card. You might as well, I don't know. You might as well ask me to throw it away for you because like I don't, I don't necessarily want your business card, but I definitely don't want that. I mean, that's like a. <laughs> I don't want like a sheet a, of paper. <laughs> like a, it's like a yeah, it's like a, a moist handshake, a moist like scarf hands. Yeah, <laughs> scarf. you don't want a, the soft handshake. <laughs> Yeah, no, dude, just just don't. I mean, that's why. I mean, when we our business cards, they're I got like the thickest ones, like the sandwich ones. I mean, no, they won't. You can't fit more than one in your wallet at a time. But <laughs> um, hey, that's why I don't wear skinny jeans. Yeah, right, but so still, we'll just act like that didn't happen. Okay, all right. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, that, I, uh, that's that's the that's the that's the problem with it. But still, it's like this is like because this lady the other day she was <laughs> she was like I was like oh I can give you my business cards. I was like I, I don't I never shove business cards on people, but now I know they're nice, so I'm like here and I'll take it. And she's like no, I'm just gonna get rid of it. Just give me your, and I hand her one. She's like oh oh okay yeah I'm gonna lose that. I think I will keep this. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was like this is nice like. Yeah. Honestly, the other day I was somewhere at office and they had a somebody had a metal business card. Yeah, like, I've seen those. I was like, "That's wild. It's a bit much, but that's wild." Yeah. It, that, I mean, it's nice, but it kind of feels a little bit like overcompensation. Hmm. I don't know. I, it, it, the point is for people to remember it. And yeah, yeah. But what so are you going to do so with that? I was going to say that. that I mean, was... I would rather have something that's useful. Yeah, it'll probably get thrown away next time I'm at the airport or something, and I can't exactly. Get metal That's what I was thinking. It's like you gonna walk around with that, just this five pound thing of your business cards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I was gonna say, like, I mean, for some people, I wonder are business cards even necessary anymore? I mean, I, it's a cool thing to say. I have here's my business card, yeah. but like everybody's got a phone these days, so you can connect with someone immediately. Like what's your what's your Instagram? Okay, and we're connected. Yeah. Well, that's what. The, yeah, like the lady the other day, she was just she was just like here. She put my name in. It was like here, enter all your stuff. She just hand me her phone. Yeah, and I did that. Yeah, and I give her a business card. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's it's a nice plus to add on to the let's just do it digitally or like <laughs> I remember that Samsung used to have some phone you could just tap and send your contact information oh, or whatever. beaming stuff I think you can still yeah. do that technically I don't I, know I'm anything, not into but... that I don't do it anymore I've done it like once or twice but I, yeah I yeah. end up typing in people's phones but yeah that yeah that's all I had to say about business cards alright well thanks for listening um, I hope we you got some <laughs> we're able to get something out of our rambling um, yeah, this week was a little short, but we'll be back next next week. Not next week, two weeks from now. Yeah, we're hoping we're hoping in. to uh, we're trying to line up working on to line up some uh, interesting interviews for the future. Um, yep. So we can get some try to get some different perspectives on different things. I think looking forward to that. So trying to do big things. Big things popping. Little things stopping. I wasn't um, sure if that's what the next line was, so I didn't bother. I wasn't sure either, and then it just came out, and I was like, yeah, that feels right. I think that is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me what the next line is, because I don't remember that. But, no. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Um, 
you could follow us on social media. We don't have that many, so it's not that hard. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Pinterest. We're not on Pinterest. What was that thing where you could like check in the places, location, Foursquare? Foursquare. Um. <laughs> Is that still alive? I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, that's one of those things. Like you gotta, you gotta be careful what you put on your card, unless you know that thing is gonna stay around. Don't put it on there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it might actually still be around, but I don't think anyone ever uses it as much anymore. Probably got bought out by somebody, and they took the technology, and like probably Facebook bought it or something. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Because everyone has a location. Like Instagram has location now, but I don't think you win nothing for being like taking a bunch of you know selfies on top of stone mountain you don't win nothing no you don't but google has that uh and uh don't don't stone mountain shame me hey so <laughs> <laughs> i saw, i was on instagram and i saw some like i was you know the explore page like where it's just got random stuff i was on there i saw some like it was some like instagram girl on top of stone mountain taking her picture up there like she was exercising i remember the time last summer we, we were up there and one of them thoughts was, up was there. her. Yeah, it, <laughs> I don't think it was the same girl. I don't know. They all kind of look the same. But she. <laughs> so last summer, story time. Last summer, we went to Stone Mountain and we walked up there. Me and Anthony and our families walked up there together. Walked to the top, and this girl was up there taking pictures. Well, she wasn't taking pictures. Her some guy that was with her was taking pictures of her. Like mm. she's just posing on top of Stone Mountain. So I watched her for a little while, and what she was doing, she was taking several pictures, and then she was like, put on a different top, on top of whatever she had, and she didn't get naked or nothing, but she put on another top, took some more pictures, posing or whatever, and then they left or went wherever they went. And I was like, I bet she's just taking mad pictures so she can post these on Instagram and make it look like she's coming up here multiple times when it was all in the same day. <laughs> and yeah, hey. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. Yeah, but you, I see people all the time around here. Like anytime I go to a park or anything, like I don't know, people taking pictures or you don't know. You you can tell. I don't know. They're serious about that here. It's where they come to do that kind of stuff. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> but, I'm not about that life. No, I did post a picture on Instagram this week, and we got like 78 or 80 likes. I was surprised. I saw that. That's like the most why? likes I've ever gotten in, on Instagram. What? I don't understand why, though. Hey, I designed that logo. It was really good. <laughs> no, I mean, I like it, too, but, like... I was just surprised, yeah. Because I've had a picture on my personal Instagram that got, like, 60-something likes. And it wasn't even a good picture. It was just random. It's weird. I mean, that's what I was wondering, if it had something to do with the hashtags you used or something like that. Because I, I could not think of, like, why did this get 76 likes? I don't know, but yeah, if you follow us on Instagram at Alien Muffin, feel free to go like our pictures, like all of them, just one mm-hmm. by one, just scroll through the whole timeline and like all of them. But uh, that's another episode we probably will have coming up at some point is a follow up on our social media episode, uh, talk about how <laughs> how poorly we're doing with our social media platforms. Still, and we'll probably uh, <laughs> for that episode we'll we'll see if we can bring in someone who's doing better on social media than we are <laughs> to like your wife to berate <laughs> us on how bad we're doing on social media like your wife yep yeah. all right well that was that's our after the show commentary thanks for tuning in thanks for listening follow us 
uh, leave a comment, suggestions, feedback, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye.